Okay, everyone, good morning. Very, very warm welcome to today's pre-market trade plan live session, which is your opportunity to be as prepared as you can for today's trading opportunities. Uh, good morning, everyone. Uh, let's get straight into it then. Uh, of course, this is, uh, we had some very, very um, uh, market moving events over the course of the last day and a half from Wednesday night's um, FOMC to yesterday, all the central banks with three different central banks, with the National Bank. Bank of England and also the ECB. Um, so we, we'll break that down for you in a little bit more detail, but um, please see our risk warning currently up on the screen. And it, it's really important that you, you kind of understand the dynamics of these markets, whether you agree with it or not, it is what's happening. Um, so what we are, what we, what we do as traders is we identify that kind of narrative, that, that sort of uh, drive in the markets. We kind of have a, and understanding in terms of why markets are moving in the direction in which they're moving. And we're just trying to position ourselves in those markets. It's relatively straightforward as of Wednesday evening. Um, there's a lot of speculation in the build-up to that. And we certainly expected Friday, sorry, uh, Wednesday's FOMC. We actually expected the FOMC to be a little bit more, um, excuse me, uh, conservative, perhaps. You know, we were not expecting them to be as dovish as they actually were. Um, so let's break it down for you. So all probable traders need to consider, of course, which markets to trade. So if you're looking at the wrong markets, um, you know, the whole purpose is really to see if you can uh, be where the, the moves are occurring. So having an opportunity to, to trade markets as and when the opportunities arise is, is, a, is, a, is kind of a good approach. Um, where do we then enter and exit these markets? How do we manage risk? Trade management as well. We're in a couple of good profitable positions. Um, we do anticipate further upside in those positions. So we've got some decisions to make if that if those prices move in line with our expectations, which they have done. So we'll break it down for you in a little bit more detail. Uh, and then trade psychology as well, all very important features of trading these markets. And just to let you know, in our live trade rooms every day, we do uh, discuss these considerations and these sort of impacts on these markets. And we're strong advocates of being consistent in our approach as we can. Um, so you'll always see us try to look for the same type of opportunities all the time. Be accurate with the levels we use, um, disciplined with our capital, and uh, be patient as well when required. Okay, so let's start then with um, Forex Factory. So we've got, uh, so we need to take a little step back. So on, on Wednesday, we, we've, we've got an improving inflation story in the US. It's improving all across the Eurozone, uh, UK. Inflation's coming down, and it's coming down an awful lot faster than probably most anticipated. Um, now, on, on Wednesday evening, we had the Fed keep rates at 5.5, uh, but they they... They produced their projections and stuff, so we saw the dot plot. And what that means is, um, there's a, there's a, the Fed are looking to to cut rates a lot sooner now than these markets anticipated. Um, and for the Fed to be so vocal under a situation like that does mean, or it certainly implies that inflation's finished. They're they're doing a victory dance on inflation, even though um, headline inflation is. 50, excuse me, bear with me one sec. Uh -oh. 
excuse me, sorry about that. Um, so yeah, they um, they all but said inflation's pretty much done. So the only concern to that is if they're wrong and inflation starts re-emerging for, for whatever reason. But the consensus is um, it's a bit of a green light for equity markets and we've seen them uh, absolutely skyrocket and um, it's now parabolic at this stage, very close to all-time highs. So so then that, you know, the, the Fed often lead the way with regards to this and uh, the SMB, they were um, they kept rates at 1.75, but are concerned about the strength of the the Swiss franc. So they were saying that potentially there could be some accommodation for the Swiss Swiss franc, i.e., not letting it uh, strengthen anymore. So there's we're on currency watch as far as the Swiss Swiss franc is concerned. Then we had the BOE. So they kept rates as well at 5.25. Uh, inflation's come right down to what have we got four. 4.6. Um, so they've now got rates above inflation. Um, so it's continuing to lower. Uh, wages are 7.3, um, but growth is flatlining at 0 0.6. So um, so there's, I suppose, the dynamics are different, obviously, in different economies and the UK have a little bit more of a challenging backdrop potentially um, with the ECB, sorry, the, the Bank of England potentially needing to go higher if, if necessary. Um, whereas the ECB, they started to remove their um, their, their PEP. It's, um, it was the pandemic emergency program, wasn't it? Um, so some bond buying, they started to, they're beginning to cut a lot earlier. Um, so that particular program created a, a bit of a strange dynamic because you're you're trying to um, restrict financial conditions or tighten financial conditions by raising rates, but at the same time you do have this this bond buying program in place as well. So you're accommodating and restricting at the same time. And um, many were anticipating that, how's that really going to play out, but um, everything seems to be pretty stable right now. So uh, all basically driven by the US. And look, we've got retail sales as well in the US coming in, you know, a decent amount above expectations and unemployment claims, surprised um, to the downside, actually. So it, it's a positive number. Less, less people in the US are... Um, are claiming unemployment claims. So that's a bit of a surprise. And these job numbers continue to surprise these markets. Uh, and then, of course, we had Christine Lagarde. So she was trying to say, look, we haven't even spoke about cutting rates, which most people find that really, really difficult to, to understand that they've not even had the conversation about rates going lower. So that's a bit strange. She's just kept focusing on, well, we need to stay where we are for a while. But, you know, Two weeks ago, Jerome Powell was saying, look, we, we need to stay the course, blah, blah, blah. We're, we're, we're quite hawkish, really. And then two weeks later, he sort of completely ditched that and, and said, um, you know, we're going to actually not just cut in 2024, but we're going to cut more than you anticipate, which is a very, very 
time will tell what what a good call that is. Um, if they're right on inflation and uh, there's no major kind of shocks to the market and we have this soft landing which people are talking about, then uh, I suppose they will have navigated the conditions relatively well considering they were sort of six to eight months late um, addressing inflation. Which, which means they kind of lose their credibility. And this is what, what's been happening for most of this year is this market has been leading the Fed. So the Fed have been saying we're quite hawkish and the markets are going, no, you're not. You know, you're quite dovish and the markets, go, I'm sorry, the Fed were going, well, you might be right, but you might be wrong. And the markets are going, no, we're right. And, and it, they've been proved correct. So just surprised that the Fed have, it does make you wonder what's coming down the line if they can't maintain five and a half percent. You wonder if there's, you know, structural weakness for the U.S. economy coming down the line where they need to start take the foot off the pedal and and and, um, and start lowering rates. Anyway, interesting dynamic, but certainly it's it's um, it's this rate pivot narrative that we've been talking. In, now for a good few weeks it's been center stage and that is absolutely still the case so today now manufacturing services pmi numbers um across the board uh for europe um uk and the us so we'll uh, we'll see we, we'll, we can monitor these as they unfold during our live uh trade session for the european session and also in the us session this afternoon so we'll uh, we'll be talking about that as things unfold Okay, so so let's get up these all important charts and look. There's no there's no major um, sort of panic with with these levels. Uh, we still have an upside bias in these markets. Um, what we did have yesterday was a little bit of volatility. We we're expecting some continuation yesterday, really off the back of the previous day's rally. Um, we didn't really get it in gold. We didn't really get it. We showing signs of making progress to the upside so the, the markets where we saw the most was was the euro dollar the, the pound dollar and the aussie dollar um us indices were up at these elevated highs as you can see uh and we're anticipating that's pr probably where we where we stay and um so that's worth looking at um so we've got these highs in here we can have an upside bias in these markets you just gotta just look at the opportunities and see and uh, another trade we're in is, is us oil so we do like this and, and there's every potential we, we pull back below the monthly highs so we're trading around those monthly highs as we speak but um our bias short term would be for for a little bit more upside there um okay so look in terms of our trade plan if you look at other markets like um, like the FTSE, they're, they're looking really quite positive. The DAX had a rollover to the downside yesterday, so it's not all the same across the board. Um, again, a bearish move yesterday in the FTSE, sorry, in the, in the yen. A Bitcoin is just up at 42,000, so... Um, just want to have a quick comment on on the so we're, we're in this risk on market condition and all that really means for us short term is equities to the upside dollar to the downside so that means euro dollar pound dollar aussie dollar 
expect further upside. Gold, we can expect further upside. And we just got caught in a little bit of volatility yesterday, but we're still performing really well on the euro dollar and uh, the, the, the US oil. And what really helps when you trade these financial markets is if you have the ability to uh, to decide on what the exposure is based upon the market conditions. So, for example, yesterday we got into a trade with the S&P 500. Um, we were kind of trading in a bit of a sideways pattern and we got in on a breakout to the upside, but we had a really, really tight stop loss. So then we, we reduced down our trade sites. So we know it's a, it's a, it's more of a difficult type of trade. You're more likely to get um, a pullback at some point. And, and we did. And it wasn't particularly excessive, but it did come down and stop us out. But we took a, a smaller loss because our exposure up at these highs was reduced. So little things like that, when, when you're wrong, if you lose small, and when you're right, you know, you've got the potential to to to, um, to generate really significant returns. That's kind of where we're at with the, with the euro dollar. We're in at these lower levels. So prices have accelerated and we're looking to take profit up at these highs. These are strong resistance levels. Um, the yen not really doing anything, which is a bit of a surprise. We're expecting a little bit further A little bit further upside there with the yen. Sorry, a bit further downside. We, we, we just haven't got it. So um, so our trade plan is as follows, guys. It's kind of very much in tune. All we really got was further confirmation. If you're looking at US bond deals, for example, they, are, um, they have fallen off the proverbial cliff. We still got downside risks. We still got this recession coming down the line. This is what this says. But the um, the 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 overall pr risk premium is is reducing all the time. Um, so when you get bond yields to the downside, it reinforces your bias to the upside for the equity markets. That's the the broadly accepted correlation that we need to be really just mindful of. And as you can see, the reason for the the drop over the last few days. Sorry, the um, the upside move across the equity markets is reinforced. You can see it play out in the bond markets as well. That acute risk level has come right down. However, we've still got inverted markets and we've now edged, that inversion has edged actually a little bit higher since yesterday. We were around 30 basis point differential. Now we are um, 47. So we're... The, 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 the inversion in US bond yields is actually widening again today now, but it's doing so at a much, much lower level. So, again, really interesting, fascinating environments, really, really intrigued how 2024 is going to play out. Um, we can be ready to for all sort of market moves, whether it's to the upside, whether it's to the downside. So further risk on market conditions expected. Again, it's really due to dovish uh, FOMC to dovish, uh, let's go, whoops, uh, central bank. Um, so further risk on market conditions expected due to dovish central bank sentiment, even though the ECB tried not to, but for all intents and purposes, they're giving a bit of a green light. 
Um, please note, so today we, we've got some um, growth-related economic data, um, manufacturing and services, PMI numbers. So further U.S. indice strength, that can remain in place. Further dollar weakness, that can remain in place. We, we're not really getting that yen strength trade just yet, but we can certainly keep an eye on it. And gold, yeah, just a little bit of our bias is still to the upside. We're, 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 we're still above that 2033 from yesterday. Um, but um, there's a little bit of, in fact, there was a hesitation in gold, which, um, which didn't quite stack up. We've, we're still in the uh, US oil trade. So we're expecting further upside today. So we're going to see how these markets play out. And if they start to roll over, we can, we can book in, decent profits in those trades. Uh, if they uh, if they continue to make progress to the upside, we're, we're going to try and stick with them. Uh, and we can look to add some of the US indices along the way. All right, then, guys. So look, that's our trade plan currently up on screen. Further risk on market conditions expected due to dovish central bank sentiment, i.e. they're looking to lower rates. So we can look for further US indice strength, further dollar weakness, further, um, well, again, strength is is for a different reason. It's, it's, Bank of Japan related potentially, um, and gold to buy above the 20. Yeah, um, do we have a new price for gold? Let's just have a quick look. Um, I'll tell you what, we're gonna remove gold. We, we'll, we'll keep an eye on it. Don't be surprised if we end up getting back into it, but yesterday's price action was a little bit um, surprising with the amount of, of dollar weakness in this market. So, okay, let's post that into the chat box there, guys. So you've got your trade plan. Um, you, you've got sort of hopefully, you know, we will see moves in these directions and they'll be able to guide us a little bit as, as things unfold. Look at the indices beginning to sort of rally again. So we're going to keep a close eye on that. Um, and we'll see, we've got, Further upside in the equity markets, which we'll have a look at now in, in the signal service. And this is what we were saying, uh, sorry, in our in our live trade room, should I say, um, European um, live trade room open. So uh, the major narratives, the rate pivot narrative is absolutely this dovish Fed, dovish central bank sentiment, uh, risk on, indices higher, dollar lower, US bond deals continuing to make progress to the downside and the potential for commodities to push higher. So all of these are in play to a certain degree, which is exactly what we want to see uh, as, as day traders. So that's the narrative that's leading. We want to go with it. We don't want to double guess it. We don't want to sort of be too clever or too smart. We want to actually go with the overall momentum as we see it. All right, then, guys, look, we, we'll wrap it up there, guys. Thanks so much for joining us. Any questions, feel free to post them. And do feel free to join us next time. Uh, if we don't see you, enjoy the weekend. Uh, we'll see you back on Monday. And if you are interested in learning how to trade, you can access one of our um, discounted live trading and education bundles on our website starting from just $59 a month. So if that would um, help you and, and feel free to connect with us as well through our website, thelivetrading.com. Any questions, feel free to post them. Great stuff, guys. On that note, do take care and we'll, uh, we'll see you next time. Bye for now.